Oh, hi, y'all. Welcome to Nikki's World, where my podcast show will give you viewpoints and insight that others will not give. I'll talk about like what's current, what's on the news, what is out there. And I will always cite sources and I always cite facts and news links so y'all know what I'm actually talking about. I give you my viewpoints and opinions. And if you want to hear what I have to say, what what's on my mind and all that, I let y'all into my world and let y'all hear and listen to what I'm thinking and what's going through my mind. So if you love stuff like that, tune into Nikki's World twice a week where you'll get two, three podcast episodes a week on what I talk about and what's on my mind. So thanks for listening and let's get on with the show, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, y'all? Let's do this. guys welcome to nikki's world i'm nikki your host and today guys we gotta talk about the left man i'm serious man the warning signs are out there the left is about to go into overdrive with censorship go starting a civil war and all that we gotta talk about that and so much more but before we go any further ladies and gentlemen if you guys love Nikki's world so much, seriously, y'all, seriously, can y'all please consider donating a cup of coffee for me? Because for a price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, and Cumberland Farms, guys, you guys help keep this podcast show alive. You guys help me curate more stories, more topics like this to talk about. I do accept Bitcoin donations. I am on Locals, guys. If you guys want to support and sponsor Nikki's World, if you guys love Nikki's World so much, seriously, y'all, please hit that like, subscribe, please give me a review. Good, bad, and the ugly. I also have a bunch of affiliate links, including mines, 
which is the alternative social media platform for Facebook. And I also have a diaper referral link from North Shore Medical Supply. So if you want to buy incontinent supply, links in the description below. And seriously, y'all, before we get this show on the road, literally, guys, if you guys love this episode and any of my other episodes on Nikki's World, seriously, ladies and gentlemen, please consider sharing this across all the social media platforms that are out there today. Woo! Wow. Yeah, it's been a while since I've podcasted. I've been busy with work. I've been busy with my new my new job. So things have been been busy. And yes, I am diapered up in my uh, North Shore Mega Max diaper. So I'm ready to podcast to y'all. So seriously, guys, let's get this show on the road. So you know how like uh, the Nancy Pelosi's uh, fake January 6th committee saying that, like, oh, Trump did this, Trump did that. You know how they wanted to go after Trump, the Republicans, and the MAGA crowd, or anybody who was a threat to them? Basically, I'm going to say like this. It turns out the January 6th committee, or the fake January 6th committee, colluded with the with Georgia's Attorney General, Fannie Willis, in trying to prosecute Trump. You know the funny thing is, ladies and gentlemen, you know the funny thing is, the left always loves to accuse Trump of the things that they are doing. And you know what, you know my saying, folks, whenever a leftist accuses you of something or of doing something, look behind the wall, look behind the curtain. Whatever they're accusing you of doing, they're doing it themselves. It's that simple. It's that simple. So basically, basically like this, ladies and gentlemen, you know how we have like January 6th or the Democrats uh, coup, or as I call it, the fake insurrection, and the Democrat coup to basically topple the U.S. government and install a puppet government. So basically, this fake January 6th committee coordinated and colluded with Fannie Willis in Georgia to basically prosecute Trump. Basically, the, the J6 committee couldn't get Trump at the federal level, but they colluded with Georgia with that Fulton County District Attorney by the name of Fannie Willis to prosecute Trump and use all that fake evidence to go after Trump in Georgia. Now, it wouldn't surprise me, ladies and gentlemen, if the J6 committee did the same thing in New York with that New York, with that fucking asshole of attorney general in New York to go after Trump as well. Wouldn't surprise me. Put two plus two together, ladies and gentlemen, and it would not surprise me if they did the same thing in New York. Because you know how 
You know how the left, the Democrats, the liberals, the socialists, and the communists will all try to say, oh no, Trump's colluding with Russia. Trump's colluding with Vladimir Putin. Go behind the wall, go behind the curtain. They're actually doing the same thing. They're colluding with China. So whatever they're accusing Trump of doing, guys, look between the lines. Look behind the story. Look at what they're like basically accusing you of doing that they're actually doing. Look behind those, ladies and gentlemen, because I guarantee you nine times out of ten, whatever they're accusing you of doing, they're doing it under the table, under the bed, or in the closet. It ain't no secret, ladies and gentlemen. It ain't no secret. And then you got this report from Post Millennial who read this article from Politico, which, which is the less what playbook or the less talking points and whatever the left is trying to put out every day by saying, here's your marching orders. Here's what you have to say, do, think, talk, and believe. So, Post Millennial posted this article today, and I'm going to read you the title of it. Breaking. January 6th committee coordinated with Fannie Willis in Georgia Trump prosecution report. I'll read you the headline. I'll read you the first couple of paragraphs. Fannie Willis, Georgia election probe into the former President Trump, had the help of the J6 committee in its early days. And then it says, according to a Report from Politico, the J6 committee staff met with the staff working for the Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis in April 2022. So basically, ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats on the J6 committee colluded with the Fulton County, Georgia District Attorney Fannie Willis to prosecute Trump. Because this is my theory, ladies and gentlemen. They can't, the Democrats can't, can't beat Trump at the ballot box. The Democrats can't beat Trump on their ideas because they have nothing to run against Trump on. They have nothing. They have no platform, no ideas, no basically talking points. They have none. So the only way the Democrats is, are going to beat Trump and get rid of him is through Lawfare through the courts tie him down so much that they think that it's going to hurt his voting base. That I'm sorry to say this, it's not. It's not going to hurt his voting base. In fact, it's going to it's going to embolden his voting base. It's going to make it a lot harder to disenfranchise them. So so the Democrats. They're, they're desperate because they know that they can't beat Trump at the ballot box. So what are they going to do? Try to prosecute him? Try to remove him from the ballot? That's, that's all they got. They, they can't run on their platform. They can't run on their ideas because people see all around the shittiness that is going on in this country. And that's why they're trying to get rid of Trump by November of 2024. 
which is this year. They're trying to throw every roadblock, landmine, obstacle. But you know, it ain't, it, it ain't working. It's like the analogy, guys. It's, it's like the analogy. Throw spaghetti at a wall, hoping it would stick. But in reality, it's falling down right in their face. So if this is true, ladies and gentlemen, if this is true, that the Fulton County District Attorney colluded with Nancy Pelosi's fake January 6th coup committee? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to just say like this. All the charges that are the fake charges against Trump should be dropped, dismissed immediately. If this is true... That the that the Pino White House and and Pino's Nancy Pelosi's J6 committee colluded with, with with Fannie Willis and the New York Attorney General to basically get rid of Trump. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's grounds for dismissal. In a court case, that's grounds for nope. We're not the, the charges will be dropped like a fucking hot potato because I'm telling you right now, guys. I'm telling you right now. You look at this, and and I see this from the rightscoop.com breaking. Fannie Willis colluded with J6 committee in prosecute in Trump prosecution, and uh, and the first paragraphs read. It turns out that Fannie Willis colluded with Pelosi's hack J6 committee multiple times in her letter to prosecute Trump for, for election crimes in Georgia. Th this has gone previously unknown because Willis kept a secret, but two former officials are spilling the beans now anonymously, of course. So it proves, man. It proves. The Democrats always love to accuse you of the very things that they're doing. They always love to say, oh, we're, oh, Trump is doing this, Trump is doing that. But behind the curtain, behind the wall, they're actually doing it. You see, this is, this is what I call gaslighting. This is what I call, like, deflect. Blame and accuse the other side, basically to intimidate and, and and hope they back down. But if you can read through their bullshit, ladies and gentlemen, you know how Dan Bongino says like this. Once you see this, you can never unsee it ever again. Once you see the how Democrats, leftists and liberals and the trans cult. Love to accuse you of this, this, and this. And then behind the scenes, they're doing what they're accusing you of. Ladies and gentlemen, you can never unsee this. You can never unsee it ever again. Not as long, not as long as you're alive standing on two feet and on this third rock from the sun, ladies and gentlemen, you can't unsee it. You can't, ladies and gentlemen. You can't unsee it, okay?
You can never, ever unsee it, no matter how hard you fucking try. You can never, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, you can try to unsee it, but after you see it, after you see the gaslighting that, that the left, the liberals, the socialists, the communists, and uh, the trans cult and the pedo cult, you can't unsee it ever again. Once you see how they love the gaslight to accuse you without evidence, I'm sorry, you can't unsee that, man. You can't. You can't. And the fact that, like, this Fulton County DA colluded with the hack Nancy Pelosi's J6 committee and with the Pino administration in the White House? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, No amount of gaslighting is going to make... It's going to cover up for the truth that the fact that they love to accuse Trump oh, of colluding with Vladimir Putin, Russia, and all this garbage. But when in reality, they're doing what they're accusing Trump of. And it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny as I'm sitting here in my diaper and thinking... What, what's their aim in all this? What's their aim? It's that simple. Because they want to stay in power for as long as they can. They know that to, to basically try to disenfranchise the voters by, by threatening them, saying, oh, you can't vote Trump. You can't vote for this person. You have to vote for this one candidate. Basically, they want to stay in power like North Korea, China, and Venezuela. And even Iran. They want to stay in power like that. Okay? But, you know, they can never stay in power. And no matter what they try to do to accuse, ultimately, the facts are going to come out. It's like the beach ball in the water, ladies and gentlemen. Have you ever tried to put a... Have you ever tried to take a beach ball, like, put it underwater? That's what the left is trying to do. They're trying to suppress the truth by putting it underwater. But what the left doesn't fucking realize, sooner or later, that pressure is going to build. And once that pressure builds and pops out, truth is going to come out. The left doesn't understand this, is that one day, ladies and gentlemen, the ugly truth is going to come out. And when it does... There is no room, no corner, no closet that they're ever going to hide from. Because once you drag out the truth in the limelight, there is no way, ladies and gentlemen, that they're going to be able to hide from this. They're not. And the fact that the Nancy Pelosi's fake January 6th coup committee colluded with Fannie Willis to prosecute Trump at the state level? I must say like this, ladies and gentlemen, where's Rico when you need him? Where's Rico? It's like, yo, Rico, where the, where the fuck are you? Rico needs to come on in and basically clean the Democrats, 
the left and the liberals out real fast. Because if Rico comes into play, telling you, man, the left, the Democrats, the liberal, the pedo cult, the trans cult, the socialists and the communists in this country are all done. They'll be sitting in a federal prison cell somewhere in the middle of the country wondering what the fuck they did wrong and, like, how the fuck they're going to get out of this shit. It's that simple, folks. It's that simple. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, I look at it like this. Even on this article from the Daily Caller, Fulton County prosecutors coordinated with J6 committee before indicting Trump. Okay? Basically, the, the top paragraph reads like this. House January 6th Select Committee staff met with Fulton County prosecutors and allowed them to review certain evidence relating to Georgia while they were conducting their probe into President Trump, according to Politico. And in the second paragraph, it's like this. A recent motion by a Trump co-defendant seeking to disqualify Fannie Willis and dismiss the case includes billing statements from Special Prosecutor Nathan Wade, who Willis appointed and was allegedly involved with romantically that to reference meetings with the committee. These meetings provide prosecutors important information as they prepare to interview witnesses central to the case, according to Politico. So basically, basically it's like this. They were colluding. And you know how the left always loves to accuse Trump of Trump's colluding with Russia, Trump's colluding with Vladimir Putin. Go behind the, go behind the, go behind in the conference room or in some hotel room doing what they're accusing you of doing. And what they're accusing you of doing, they're doing it behind your back. They're doing it right as they're gaslighting the living fucking daylights out of your ass. They're doing it like no fucking tomorrow. And I'm telling you this right now, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you this right now. This this thing is going to get worse before it gets better. And and I'm going to just say this. If, If we don't get either Trump or Kennedy in the White House... There is no hope for the United States of America after November 2024. There is no hope. We might as well just talk about balkanization, okay? Like splitting up the United States like like the former Yugoslavia after their civil war in the 1990s. We might as well be talking about doing the same thing, okay? Because if this is what the Democrats are going to try to do, they the stonewall stop or deflect or basically make it harder for his voting base to vote. I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you, if if this is what's gonna be up in, up until November 2024, tell me, ladies and gentlemen, we might as well talk about balkanization. We might as well talk about breaking up the United States into regions, you know, like New England splitting off into its own region, okay? The Mid-Atlantic, same thing. Like the South, 
You know what I mean? Like the like the Midwest or the or the or the Great Lakes region or the West or like that. Might as well, man, because if this is what the Democrats are gonna try to do, but you know, people are gonna have their conscience and they're gonna they're gonna be like, this ain't right. This is they're gonna have their like they're gonna have their their like moment of darkness when they're in that when they're in that bedroom sitting on the bed going, we can't do this anymore. This is not working. This is not going anywhere. They're gonna ha- they're gonna they're gonna have their moment and they're gonna be on that phone with James O'Keefe spilling the guts and spilling the beans like no tomorrow. And like I and like that X Files show the in, like in the intro, the truth is out there. So the truth is out there, ladies and gentlemen. And and I'm telling you, man, they can't hide that truth in, uh, forever. They can't. They can't. Cause sooner or later, ladies and gentlemen, truth's gonna come out, whether it comes out directly or indirectly. <laughs> the truth is gonna come out, and I'm telling you, man. With what's going on with Trump, with them trying to get him off the ballot, trying to tie him up in the courts instead of at the ballot box. Telling you, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Democrats' last attempt at trying to stay in power because they know, ladies and gentlemen, they know they can't beat him at the ballot box. They can't, ladies and gentlemen. So instead of trying to beat him at the ballot box, they're trying to beat him at the courtroom in which evidence like this, evidence like this and whistleblowers like this coming out every day. It just goes to show, ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats and the left are desperate. They are desperate and they know they know that they are desperate. Okay. They know they are scared, they are desperate, and and I'm telling you guys, it, it's not gonna end well. It's not. But this segues me into the next three topics I want to talk about here, guys. Because the next three topics I'm gonna talk about segues into why the left is so desperate and why they're what they're doing is not working. Because sooner or later, it's going to fucking backfire in their fucking damn face. Or as, I, or as I give the analogy of Wiley Coyote, every attempt that he tries to get at the Roadrunner backfires and blows up in their face. So it is going to backfire, ladies and gentlemen. It is. And I'm telling you, man, it's not going to end well for them. All right. So I want to talk about this from the Daily Caller that came to me this week, okay? This article reads, left-wing activists will never understand why their pressure tactics don't work. Here's the reason, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the reason why their tactics, why the West's tactics of trying to get rid of Trump, trying to intimidate, try to scare you, try to threaten you, don't work. Because you know why? It doesn't. Because sooner or later, like Kids, it's going to fucking blow up in their damn fucking face. It is going to literally blow the living daylights out of them. 
And the fact of the matter is, you have these left-wing lunatics who are trying to, like, stop traffic, like, protest in the middle of a highway and say, no, we have to have a ceasefire with Gaza and all this bullshit. And then all of a sudden, make life a living hell for average citizens who need to go to work, make money, put food on the table. Tony, I'm going to say this, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to say this on the podcast show. One day, these leftist lunatics are going to piss off the wrong people. And when they piss off the wrong people, ladies and gentlemen, law enforcement won't be able to stop, stop it. Law enforcement, no matter how many cops show up, ain't going to stop it. Because people are going to get pissed, mad, angry at the lunatic left for basically pissing the fuck out of them. And and if the left thinks their tactics is going to change people, it's going to make people angry at them. That's why why it's like this. Here's the the paragraph I'm going to read you. Okay, there's nothing new about the obnoxious left-wing protesters shutting down public roads and bridges. While it may seem like a function of our performance narrative social media era, it actually dates back to the 1960s civil rights movement. What defined protesters back then is the same thing that ensured their defeat today. They are so lost in their own narcissism that they can't imagine why their preaching fails to resonate. Simply put, guys, the left is all in on Hamas and Gaza. They think that Hamas and Gaza is their cause celeb, okay? Just like BOM and Antifa, okay? But the but what what the what the left doesn't understand and their narcissism gets in the way of of like reality cognitive reasoning logic and I and I tell people this there there's a couple of skills that to that the liberals the left the communists socialists democrats and the lgbtq queer trans pedo cult don't have that people in my generation and in the x generation have it's called logic reasoning common sense, and critical thinking. All four of those skills, ladies and gentlemen, is that Generation Z and the Millennium Generation doesn't have. They lack these four critical skills, okay? They lack them. But people in my generation growing up in the, let's say from the 60s, 70s, 80s, okay, and even the 90s, they don't have that skill set. They don't have the logic, reasoning, common sense, critical thinking. They don't have those. They run on pure emotion. They're addicted to social media like Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, they're addicted to that. They they can't, they they they're they're not weaned, they're not like the 90s 
who we didn't have that kind of stuff, okay? And we we existed fine. Yeah, we we debated and argued like mature adults in the coffee shop, okay? Or in the Starbucks coffee shop or Dunkin' Donuts or in your regular deli, deli market. We argued like that, okay? We debated like that. The fact of the matter is, the left can't argue, can't debate. Every debate devolves into, you're a racist, you're a homophobic, transphobic, whatever phobe out there. Because they can't process and think logically and critically. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, that's why the, the left will never understand. They, they will never understand why their tactics don't work. They'll never understand why their ideas don't work. They will never understand that, ladies and gentlemen. They will never. The fact that, this guys, the fact that like this, this article, okay, from the Washington Times, Americans are not buying the liberal narrative. Here, I'll read, you the, I'll read you the first three paragraphs of it. Like green shoots poking through snow in early spring, more signs of resistance are emerging every day. We may be witnessing a massive rejection of the grim future fashioned for us by the ruling elites, These narr- whose narratives of radical change is collapsing. America, Americans are not buying what they're selling. Basically, ladies and gentlemen, you know how in the last article I talked about from the Daily Caller about how the left-wing activists, how all their, how all their protests, their tactics, their shout-downs, their, their barging in on people talking about ideas and all that, how, how it's, it's going to backfire on them. Same thing, guys. No, nobody's buying into their ideas. Their ideas is collapsing. It is dropping like a hot potato. Okay? People are saying, people are, are saying, no, we're not interested in what you what you have. We're not interested in your ideas. We're not interested in your theories and all this and all this bullshit garbage. We're not. But the but the left doesn't understand it because it, because like I said, ladies and gentlemen, they lack four skills. They lack common sense, reasoning, logic, critical thinking. They lack that because they live on this social media TikTok generation where everything is all peer driven on emotion, how many likes. How many comments? They live on that. They live on that and that generation because they don't have the four skills that Gen Xers have that the Millennium and and the Gen Zs don't have. They they don't. So that's why, ladies and gentlemen. The left will never understand why Americans are not buying into their fantasy, their delusion, like their 
the Green New Deal, like, oh, everybody should buy electric cars, like, solar your house, or, or get rid of the gas stove, buy an electric stove, or, or live in 15-minute cities. Americans aren't buying into it, because their, their, their idea ladies and gentlemen, does not meet with reality that is here. Their idea is so low that reality is up here going, nah, dude, we're not, we're not playing with that shit. We're not buying into that shit. We're not going along with that bullshit. They're not. So the fact of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of Americans coming up in the 2024 presidential election are not buying into it. They're seeing everything that is going wrong in this country, like inflation, the recession, price of goods going up, services going up, okay? The cost to go on vacation going up, the price at the pump going up. The price of food, the price to go watch a movie or go to the beach, go on vacation, and et cetera, and et cetera, is going up. They're seeing that so much that the Americans are saying, no, we're not interested in your idea. We're not interested in this. We're going to go in another direction. They are. And that's why the left never never understands why their tactics is not resonating with people because you can't you can't like get people to go along with your ideas by protesting in the middle of I95 with with your hands cemented to the to the highway you know you can't re- get people to resonate with you doing that you can't get people to resonate you when you're up in your face saying your ideas are bigoted, homophobic, transphobic, xenophobic, whatever. You can't get that. You can't, ladies and gentlemen. You can't. So that's why, that's why, ladies and gentlemen, the left will never understand why their tactics are failing. They'll never understand why they're not buying their ideas. Because all their, all, all their in-your-face intimidation, roadblocks, protesting, people aren't buying it. And I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, sooner or later, it's going to fucking backfire on these people. And when it backfires on these people, folks, it's, it's going to get nasty. I've said this many times, folks. I've said this many times, like in comments online. I said, I said like this, sooner or later, people are going to get fed up with the left trying to get in your face with all these protests, with all these pro-Gaza, pro-Hamas protests. You know what I mean? They're going to get fed up. And law enforcement ain't going to be able to stop them regardless of how hard they try. Because people are going to get angry. 
fed up, pissed, and they're going to want to take it out on the left. And law enforcement ain't going to be able to stop it. Because one, of the, uh, one day, I'm, I'm going to make this prediction, guys. And you guys can flag it on July, I mean, January 11, 2024. That one day, their protest is going to turn into a riot. And it's going to get ugly where someone's going to come out with a gun. And somebody is going to use it. Now, I don't condone violence. I, I, oh, I say, I'll say this. I don't condone violence. But I always say, you have a right to protest. Make your issue. Whether left or right. But when you cross that line in, into, into, into political violence, I'm going to just stand here and say, you did it to yourself. You own it. But what I'm saying is that it could happen. And y'all can flag it as a prediction that it could get ugly. And the left doesn't see it. Because the left is too narcissistic, too mentally insane, too mentally unsound to see that their actions is going to force people to have an equal and opposite reaction. And they're not going to like the reaction that the other side's going to give. They're not going to like that reaction. And when they get that, and when we get that reaction, I'm telling you guys, no amount of police or law enforcement is going to stop that reaction. And the left doesn't understand that. The left's mental capacities is so clouded that they don't understand that every behavior that they do is met by behavior from the other side. They don't understand that. And one day, when, when, when shit hits the fucking fan or shit hits my diaper, they're gonna under, They're gonna wake up and say, "Oh fuck, shit! We shouldn't have done this." Wow, look at the people that we were we were protesting. Now they're getting all violent. Now they're getting all mean. Now they want revenge on us. Now I can't go out because I'm afraid for my life. They're gonna. It's like I always say to people: sooner or later. Reality's gonna come crashing into people like a freight train going 80 miles an hour down the track. Sooner or later, ladies and gentlemen, sooner or fucking later, it's gonna happen. And I'm gonna sit there in my back porch with my diaper and t-shirt and, and say, yeah, I told you so it was gonna happen. Told you so. Saw the writing on the wall. Saw the fucking tea leaves. It's going to happen. It is, ladies and gentlemen. It is going to happen. And I'm telling you right now, guys. Telling you right now. The level of violence from the left, ladies and gentlemen, should scare the fucking shit out of you. Should literally scare the living shit crap out of your pants, your diaper, 
or whatever you're wearing. Because I'm telling you right now, this article from, from the Times, okay, reads, Secret History of Shadow Campaign to Save the 2020 Campaign. Because I'm telling you folks right now, ladies and gentlemen, there is a secret group out there, okay, who is hell-bent on staying in power forever, who is hell-bent on putting socialists, communists, Democrats in power, whether at the local, county, state, federal level, forever, okay? There's a secret group called the Integrity Project, guys. These people are hell-bent on making sure that Trump is never allowed in the White House. These people secretly want to make sure that they are in power for the rest of their life. It is scary. And, they, and these people will do whatever it takes, including political and social violence, to be able to stay in power. These people should scare the living fucking daylights out of you guys. It literally should, guys. Because I'm telling you right now, guys. I'm telling you right now. These, these, these insiders, okay? These political groups, okay? They're hatching a plan to make sure that, the, that like Joe Biden, a.k.a. the Pino, stays in power. Because... As long as he's in power, they get to run roughshod in this country. They get to destroy this country, run it to the ground like fucking Venezuela. And I'm telling you right now, this article that, that I, I'm talking about will be in the link in the description. Because these people, these people who run these, who run these Democrat groups, are ramping up to basically make sure that Trump doesn't make it on the ballot. His voters are threatened, intimidated, and scared to go into the ballot boxes. I'm telling you, man, these people are basically, basically trying to threaten, intimidate, and even suppress your right to vote, to speak, and to read whatever the uh, that's out there. Basically, ladies and gentlemen, if the left can take away your right to speak, your right to defend yourself, your right to read whatever's on whatever's out there, your right to vote, your right to worship whatever, Telling you, we're one step closer to a fucking civil war in this country. We are one step closer to balkanization. And if this is what the left wants, and if this is what the Integrity Project wants, telling you, man, they're not going to like what, what's going to happen. They're not going to like it. 
because I'm telling you right now, these people are so desperate to stay in power, even to a point of making a fake January 6th, you know, the fake insurrection, which was covered for the Democrats' coup to take over the country and throw away a legitimate election and then install a Manchurian candidate. Telling you guys, I am telling you guys, it is going to happen. It is bound to happen. And the fact and the fact of the matter is, guys, fact of the matter is, they know. They know they're scared. They're scared at, at election day come November, okay? Come November, all right? Come November on election day, on November 5th, they're scared. They're scared out of their, out of their wet diapers or out of their pants that they know that they ain't going to be able to beat Trump. And the alternative to Trump is probably going to be what? Robert Kennedy Jr.? You know, if people would have said, we had enough of the Pino, we had enough of Trump, they're probably going to say, no, we're going to go in another direction. We want we want the Kennedys back. Yeah, they're, they're scared. They're scared. They're scared out of their asses. They are scared out of their mind. They're literally scared shitless, okay? They literally are. And I'm telling you, and I'm telling you right now, these groups are hell-bent on staying in power for the rest of their life. They're hell-bent, and they're going to do whatever it takes to intimidate you from not voting Trump or voting whatever you want, and they're going to try to make you vote whatever they want you to vote. And I'm telling you, these, these, these groups are a threat to democracy and to the Constitution of the United States of America. They are a literal threat. And they, and they should be taken seriously. And these people should be run out of this country and never allowed back. Okay? I got an article from the Red State, and this came in like last, like a couple of days ago, okay? And I want you to, I'm going to read you the gifts of this headline. CNN's first electoral map shows Biden in big trouble, Trump in a position to win. You know why CNN always loves to downplay the election map? Because they look at all the polling, they look at all the numbers, and let's just say... Let's just say they were downplaying the map in the worst way, okay? They were downplaying it so badly because they look at the numbers and they and they and and numbers don't lie, okay? You know how the old saying like like with statistics that you can't fudge statistics, you can't fudge the numbers no matter how hard you try, because sooner or later, it's all going to come out, out in the open. So, CNN, like, 
first did this electoral map and tried to say that this is where we're at with, with Biden and with Trump. And then when they when the numbers came up, the silence was palpable. The silence was so deafening, it was not even fucking funny. Okay? The fact of the matter is, when they drew up the numbers, okay, and if these numbers hold until November 5th, 2024, Trump is in to win like a landslide. Okay? The numbers that the that CNN drew that Democrats only had 225 for Biden to still be president. But Trump had at 272. The funny thing is, Biden only needed 45 electoral votes to get to the 270 it takes to be president. Okay? So... The funny thing is, the reason why CNN downplayed it was like, was like this. They thought the, the the they thought three states and one district with forty one electoral votes were toss up: Arizona, Nebraska, the second congressional district, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. But that would still leave Biden short, even if he got all those toss ups. He would need one of those leaning Republican states to win. So basically, guys, basically, and this and, and this is the guess, and I'm going to read you this paragraph. In the initial electoral outlook, Trump has 28 states, one congressional district in Maine, and either solidly in his corner or leaning in his direction, totaling up to 272 electoral votes, two more than what is required to win the presidency. For his part, Biden has 19 plus District of Columbia either silently in his favor or leaning in his direction, which brings his total electoral count to 225, 45 votes short of the 270 required. So, so that's why, ladies and gentlemen, the DNC, the Pino, and the Democrats are in a fucking panic because they know Trump will win by a landslide because he has solidly Texas and Florida, which has what? Texas has 40 electoral votes. Florida has 30. Okay. And he has all the, all the red states backing him. Okay. So the only, the only way he needs to win, Trump needs to win to get to the 270 and beyond is possibly what? Pennsylvania, which has what? 19 electoral votes. You know? Trump will never get New York and California, which which always leans blue. And they have what? California has 54. New York has 28. And then at the same time, Colorado tried to remove Trump from the ballot, which what, has 10 electoral votes, which means 10 electoral votes mean nothing. So to me, ladies and gentlemen, that's why the Pino is scared. That's why the Democrats are scared out of their diaper. They're scared because they know that if this electoral numbers hold all the way up to 
to November and and if it does, just hope and pray it does. That Trump is more likely going to fucking win by a landslide. Irregardless if Kennedy siphons the votes. Irregardless. Okay? But that's why they're scared. That's why the Democrats are scared out of their wet diapers. They're scared. They are scared shitless. They are scared like no tomorrow. They're scared because they know that they can't beat Trump at the ballot box. They can't beat Trump on their ideas. That's why we go back to the original original part of the show was that they wanted to get Trump at the courtroom instead of the ballot box like everyone else. Because let's face it, ladies and gentlemen, Democrats can't, can't run on their ideas. Democrats can't run on their platform. It's like they don't have a platform. All their platform is what? Calling everyone who doesn't vote for them an extremist, a threat to democracy. That's their platform? It's more like, fuck you, I'm not going to vote for you. You're going to call me this and this and this. I'm going to go, go to the other side and see what they have to say. Yeah. So that's why they can't they that's why they that's why they can't win. And that's why they're scared. That's why they're scared. And with numbers like that, ladies and gentlemen, with numbers like that, it's no wonder why it's no wonder why the panic is palpable. The, the anxiety is palpable in Democrats. You can you can see their anxiety from five miles down the road. You can see the panic from 10 miles down the road. You can see it, ladies and gentlemen. You can feel it. You can look at it. Because I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, the panic is palpable. The panic is, is inescapable because they are scared out of their diapers. They are scared shitless. They are scared that they know that they can't stop Trump at the ballot box. So what's the best, what, what's the only way they, they're going to try to stop him? Through the court, through the courtroom or through threats and intimidation of all their voters. Trust me. Trust me, ladies and gentlemen. They, it's, it's not working for them. And I'm telling you, as we get more and more into the election year, we're going to see more and more of the left and Democrats intimidating, threatening, and bullying like people from voting for Trump. But it's all going to blow up in their face. Like the Wiley Coyote, every idea they hatch, every idea that he hatches blows up in their face face. And just like the Democrats, every idea that they hatch is ultimately going to blow up in their face, regardless of how much they try, how much they attempt to try and stop Trump. It's all going to blow up in their face, and it's all going to literally like backfire on them.
Okay, it, it, it literally is. That's why I'm not worried about November because I know Trump will more likely win by a landslide. If these numbers hold up, if these numbers hold up like they say they are, barring any any election interference, I'm going to say like this, more likely Trump's going to retake the White House. And when it does, Democrats are in for a world of hurt. They're in. They're they're going to be scared out of their out of their pants, or in my case, out of out of my diaper. Yeah. So before we go today, I want to talk about this article, guys. This came from the Daily Signal. Instagram censors conservative organization after Hunter Biden posts. Okay. The the guess of this article is this. Instagram deleted the America First Policy Institute's account on Wednesday morning without explanation. Simply put, guys, why the fuck are you on these leftist, liberal, socialist, communist, fascist social media platforms? Why are you on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter slash X, Instagram, or threads? Why are you on these leftist leftist platforms where you get blocked, suspended, deplatformed, silenced for for your views and opinions. Why? Why are you on these platforms? Why? Why? Because people are still on it? Bullshit. Do you want to be on a platform where you you can't say what you want to say, what what you believe? Or your your free speech rights is going to be protected? Bullshit. Many times, many times I say what leftists would normally say. I get blocked. I get suspended. Right now, currently on Instagram, they're blocking me from liking and commenting on their platform. For the very thing that leftists would say they get away with. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to say this, get away from these fucking platforms. Get away from these people that basically block, suspend, deplatform, threaten, and intimidate you for your viewpoints, beliefs, for your speech. Get away from them. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, I'm on alternative social media platforms like Gab, MeWe, Minds, Getter, Rumble, Truth Social, and Vero. I'm on those seven alternative social media platforms because you know why? I value freedom of speech. I value the right to speak freely, okay? The platforms that I, that, like the liberal platforms like Facebook, YouTube, Twitter slash X, Instagram, and Threads, telling you, those platforms hate you. They hate your opinions. They don't respect you. They don't. And the sad part of all this, 
They take your tax dollars to promote your state and federal government on social media platforms, but then turn around and basically block and suspend you. Even though they take taxpayer money from you, me, and everyone else to promote this, the town, county, state, and federal government on, so, on social media, but then turn around and block the, the citizens from having to express their First Amendment rights. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, I have alternative social media platforms because the left will never go on Gap, MeWe, Minds, Getter, Rumble, Truth Social, or Vero Social. They'll never go on those platforms because you know why? Is that's it's because the left will never be able to defend themselves. They'll never be able to defend their ideas, their ideology. Because they'll devolve in calling you like what? Racist, bigoted, homophobe, transphobe, istophobe, or whatever. Because that's their only that's their only folder or the only thing they have in their tool toolkit. Because they can't defend their ideas. They can't defend who they are, what they are, what they believe, what they espouse. They can't. Okay? But instead, it just devolves in that. And the fact of the matter is, they don't believe in you having a right to speak freely. They don't. Because they, because they all grew up in this, like, bubble wrap or this bubble of a world that they think that, oh, everything's all rainbow and sunshine. It's not. That's why they can't. That's why. That's why it's like this, guys. Will the liberal social media platforms get away from these people? Get away from these people, for God's sakes. Okay? Look, I, look, I tell people like this. Yeah, you may you 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 want to stay on these platforms because you have friends and family, but if you want to speak your mind po politically and socially, you might want to come to where I am on the alternative social media platform, where we value freedom of speech, where we value your right to speak freely, where we value your expression. Okay, we don't care as long as long as you're not being a jackass, a jerk, or you're not like. Threatening, bullying, intimidating, threatening, or doxing someone just because you don't like their views, opinions, and all that. We value your right to speak freely on the alternative social media platform. This is why I often say like this, ladies and gentlemen. If we have a true alternative to Instagram, that would be great. A true free speech alternative to Instagram, that would be great. We have a true alternative to Facebook, which is me, we, and minds. We have a true alternative for Twitter slash X, which is Gab and Truth Social. We have a true alternative to YouTube, which is Rumble. And Rumble is blowing up like no tomorrow, blowing up in popularity. People are finding out like this. I don't need YouTube to be 
to be on to, to post my videos. You come to Rumble and post freely. It's that simple, guys. It's it's that simple. That's why I tell people, ladies and gentlemen, I tell people, get away from these these censorship heavy platforms. Get away from Facebook, Twitter slash X, YouTube, Instagram, Threads. Get away from these. Get away. Because these platforms are going to ramp up their censorship against anyone who doesn't speak of the leftist narrative. Okay? They're going to ramp up their censorship up until the 2024 presidential election. They're going to ramp that up. And the only way you're going to hear stuff that is of free speech is on the alternative social media platforms that I listed. And that's why, guys, if you want to speak freely, come join me on Gab, MeWe, Minds, Getter, Rumble, Truth Social, and Vero Social. Join me on those platforms. Because you can speak freely. You can post freely. Okay? Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna criticize you for your viewpoints and ideas. Yeah, we're gonna say you're a jackass, but that's your right to be a jackass. It's that simple, ladies and gentlemen. It is that simple. Okay? So before I go for the day, because I know I gotta do a diaper check. I just have to make sure I'm not like pooping, peeing in my diaper like like I do. So I just have to do that. And then I have to go work out for the day at the gym. But I thank you guys seriously for listening to Nikki's World. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I want to say like this, guys, if you guys love this episode and any of my episodes on Nikki's World. Please, guys, please share this across all the social media platforms. Please give me a like, subscribe. Please give me a review, whether good, bad, ugly. I just don't care. Just let me know what you think of it, okay? So, anyway... Thank you for listening to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host. I will see you all soon. Bye for now. You just listened to an episode of Nikki's World. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all soon. Bye for now.